Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Grace is done for you, independent of you, before you ever had done anything good or bad, but you have to access it. I've already got my healing. I don't have to pray healing down. I've already got, you know, my peace. I don't have to pray for peace. I have everything I need. I was never taught that before. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our broadcast of the Gospel Truth. This week, I've started a brand new series entitled, You've Already Got It. This is an old teaching of mine, and I've listened to some of this teaching in preparation of this series. And it's really good, but, you know, I've got new illustrations. And so really, if you get the DVDs and the CDs, you'll be getting this teaching from uh, a perspective of like 20 years difference between the teachings, the truth is still the same. But it'll have some new uh, testimonies and things in there, and so together they make a better uh, presentation. I think that either one of them would by themselves. But anyway, this is a powerful truth that I have been sharing with people for a long time, and we've seen a lot of people's lives change. And at the end of yesterday's program, I was talking about how hard it is for people to get this, because this is a paradigm shift. Matter of fact, I had a man walk up one time, and he said, this isn't a paradigm shift. This is a paraquarter shift. In other words, just talking about this is huge. It is completely opposite. The way that most people relate to God. Most people believe that God can do things, but that He has done nothing and that we've got to petition Him. And depending on how desperate we are, how, how serious we are, how all of these things, God might or might not respond to us. But what I'm teaching is that God's already done it. You've already got it. Everything that you are asking God for, God has already accomplished. And if you are born again, He has already placed the power to produce the miracle that you need on the inside of you.
SO YOU DON'T NEED TO ASK GOD FOR IT. WHAT YOU'VE GOT TO DO IS BELIEVE WHAT HE HAS ALREADY DONE. ERANGA GWETEWETAGA KUSABA KATONDA ABIKUE GWETEWETAGA WETEWETAGA TUALA ECHO CHEYAMALE DOKUKOLA. THAT'S HUGE. THAT IS A MAJOR DIFFERENCE. ECHO CHIKULU NYO. ERANGA NJAULO YAMANYI NYO. AND I WAS SHARING AT THE END OF YESTERDAY'S PROGRAM THAT I'VE GONE TO in a sense, tricking people to try and get my point across. Just, you know, out of, I've, I've tried everything I can, and I'm just trying to get people to recognize that the way we're approaching God isn't the way that the scripture teaches. So there was this one instance where the people have been singing this song, I'm desperate for you. And I talked about that, gave the definitions of desperate yesterday. Hopeless, without any hope, despair, forlorn. And on and on. And this is the way that most people approach God about, oh God, here's what I've got and it's nothing. I have people come up to me all of the time and they say, in a, they may you know, phrase it differently, but this is the point that they're getting across. Is that I have nothing. I can do nothing. I'm nothing. Would you please pray that God would do something in my life and help me over this situation? Well, that's approaching God in total unbelief. Because the Bible says that we have everything. Then you can understand that there are things in the spiritual realm, not only out there, but in here in Christ Jesus, that he's already abounded towards us with all of these things. And yet you're coming saying, no, I don't have anything. Because you can't see it, because the doctor can't find it in their test, or the banker can't see it. But see, there's a spiritual part of you. If you understand that teaching, spirit, soul, and body, which is what unlocked my whole understanding of the word. Inside of you that you have the power of God. The same power that raised Christ from the dead living on the inside of you. Ngamanyi ga katonda gamuzukizo kuvamba fuga bera mugwe munda
You've already got healing. You've already got prosperity. You've already got love, joy, and peace. Galatians 5, 22 and 23, all the fruit of the Spirit. You've already got everything. You don't need God to give you something. What you need is a revelation of what you've already got. You've already got it. That's what this teaching is about. It's got a picture of a dog chasing his tail. So anyway, this church that I was in, they'd just been singing, I'm desperate for you. And he was like, oh God, I have nothing. I can do nothing, but we know that you can do all things. And they were just praying and crying. And, and anyway... I'm not sure that this is the way I should have done it. I'm just telling you what I did. I got up and I said, how many of you are desperate for God? I mean, you're hopeless, and man, people were just shouting and screaming, even the pastor of the church, yes. How many of you are just, you know, you're without hope, and yes. And they were talking about, I'm so hungry for God. And then I said, let's turn over to John chapter 6. And I read. Some of these verses, for time's sake, I'm not going to read all of them, but the people said, show us something. Do a miracle to prove who you are. They said, Moses gave us manna. Can you give us manna? And Jesus said, I am the manna. I am the bread sent down from heaven. And they were saying in John 6, 34, they said, Lord, evermore give us this bread. And then Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. And I had just asked these people, how many of you are hungry? How many of you are thirsty? And they were all, yay! The preacher was screaming right along with the rest of them. And I said, how do you fit with this verse? Where if you come to the Lord, you'll never hunger. And you'll never thirst. 
And boy, I mean, it got as quiet you could have heard a pin drop in that place. People were shocked. And I said, how does this fit? Also, look over here where Jesus talked to the woman at the well. And in verse 13, Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water. Springing up unto everlasting life. Describing an artesian well where you don't have to pump it and draw it out. It just bubbles up. It overflows. This is what Jesus was saying. That if you drink of this water, you'll never thirst. Again, over in chapter 6, if you eat of him, the manna, you will never hunger again and you will never thirst again. And yet Christians are just constantly talking about how hungry and how thirsty. Thirsty they are. How desperate they are. Oh God, I need you. And don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I use the word that we need to hunger for God. In the sense that it's saying we need to have an appetite. We need to desire the things of God. Yes, I believe in that. But to talk about that you're just famished, that you're hungry. I look at it like if you were sitting at a table where there was an absolute feast provided for you. And all you did was talking about, oh, I'm hungry. Oh, I'm so hungry. I wished I had something to eat. You know, I would just sit there and say, well, look, look what you've got. If you're hungry, eat. Don't talk about your hunger. Just eat. Satisfy your hunger. And see, this is what I see Christians doing. They will glorify that, oh God, I'm hungry for you. Oh God, I'm thirsty for you. But they don't eat and they don't drink. Jesus said that if you came to him, you should never be hungry. You should never be thirsty again. 
NOW YOU SHOULD HUNGER FOR THINGS OF GOD IN THE SENSE THAT YOU DESIRE THEM. NA YINGATE ENJALA JAYO GIRAKE YEBINTU YA BIAKATONDA KWEKUBERANGA TUYA YANI REBINTU BINO. AND THAT YOU LONG FOR, BUT YOU SHOULDN'T BE, YOU SHOULDN'T BE FAMISHED. NA YATE GWETOLINA KUTUKA MUMBERA EMALIBUAU. BECAUSE GOD HAS SET A FEAST. And one of the things I'm going to teach as we go through this is that God has already done everything. The love, the joy, the peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance that Galatians 5, 22 and 23 says you already and so if you don't feel the love of God, you don't say, oh God, pour your love out in my life. See, that's unbelief. You are doubting what the Word says about God's love already being committed unto you. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. You are, because you don't feel it, because you don't see it, because there isn't anything tangible. You are just carnal. You're operating in the physical realm. And you're saying, oh, God, do something, because you can't see it. You don't believe he's done anything. God is a spirit. John 4.24 says, He has moved in the spirit realm. And in the spirit realm, the love of God has been poured out in your heart. Your born-again spirit is absolutely chock-full. Of the love of God. You don't need God to love you. What you need to do is to draw out the love that is in there. And how do you do that? By first of all, acknowledging that it's there. Quit asking God, oh God, pour your love out in my life. I have people come to me all the time and say, would you just please pray that God would, would show me his love, that he would pour his love out in my life? And I say, no. Because see, that, that prayer... That is implying that until you feel something, God hasn't done anything. That's wrong thinking. God has already commended his love towards you. You have his love in you in abundance. And so instead of saying, oh God, you haven't done anything, 
LET ME DO SOMETHING SO I CAN FEEL IT. NO, GOD HAS DONE HIS PART. WHAT YOU SHOULD DO IS SAY, FATHER, I know your word says that you've already poured your love out in my life. You've already commended your love towards me. I've got the fruit of the Spirit. Love is here all of the time. But I'm not feeling your love. And it's because you're tuned to the wrong station. You aren't focused on God. And so, it would be appropriate for you to say, Father, I know the love is here, but I am not receiving it. Show me what I'm doing wrong. Help me to yield to your love. Help me to draw out to experience. Help me to walk in the love of God. That's okay. That's a good prayer. But to say, God, do something. Love me. You are, in a sense, questioning. What the Word of God says, that He's already poured out His love. Look at it this way. If you could imagine, you know, a television set, most of you... Are probably watching this broadcast over your television sets. Some of you might be watching it on your mobile devices or whatever. But did you know that there are signals? There are wherever you are, there are television and radio signals. All around you. And right now, you're tuned in to this frequency and you're watching this program. But did you know, even if your set was turned off, the television station, the network, is still broadcasting the signal. Some of you are getting it by satellite, some of you by cable, some of you all different kinds of ways, but the broadcast is always there. If your television set was turned off, this broadcast wouldn't stop. It would still be broadcasting. You just wouldn't be receiving it because your receiver isn't turned on. Singa TV yo eba ojidwako nti okufulumya bubaka buno tekusobola koma. Obubaka buno bujja kuba bulagibwa obanga buwulirizibwa obanga bufuluma naye gobato tadde ko butesi chofulumizam. And these signals are always there, but did you know that you could tune to a different station? Now, 
YOU COULD TUNE TO A DIFFERENT FREQUENCY. AND THIS FREQUENCY, THIS STATION, THIS BROADCAST IS GOING TO STILL CONTINUE ON, BUT YOU WON'T BE RECEIVING IT BECAUSE YOU'RE TUNED INTO SOMETHING DIFFERENT. SEE, THIS IS THE WAY THAT GOD IS. GOD IS ALWAYS, ALWAYS ON. God never has a failure with his transmitter. It never blows out. There is never a power shortage. There is never anything that stops God from transmitting his love and his victory and his power towards you. But you may not be receiving it because your receiver isn't turned on and tuned in. Or maybe your receiver is turned on, but it's tuned in to a different frequency. I really believe that God brought you here for a purpose. Because I'll tell you, this week starts a new season for your life. I believe we're going home from this place encouraged and empowered to make a difference. Soaking in an atmosphere like this is unparalleled. To come and just soak in the Holy Spirit, to worship, and then watch the anointing of the Word just produce fruit. This is the place that you come where you can see God's work at hand. You can see visions coming true. Don't run away from God saying, I have more for you. I have a purpose and a destiny you have not yet even begun to imagine. God's got more healing for you. He's got more life for you. He's got more revelation for you. He reveals himself to you through the Word. This is the only thing that's important. What does God say about you? Do you know who you are in Christ? Do you know what you have? I want to let you know about something that very few people realize we're doing, but we are big on discipleship. And we have a program that we call DEMO. It stands for Discipleship Evangelism Missional Outreach. We are using this all around the world, but we are focusing primarily on three nations in Africa right now. And we literally have hundreds of thousands of people per week that go through this discipleship program. And we aren't just giving people a fish, but we are teaching them to fish. We are training them on how to raise their own crops, how to deal with purified water. It's just a program that's reaching a lot of people. There's a lot more information about it than what I'm able to give you here. Go check it out, our demo ministry. Hello, my name is Rich Kanyali, Director of Andrew Mark Ministries and Karis Bible College in Uganda. Did you know that you can enroll at Karis Bible College anytime through the year? With our correspondence program, this gives you the opportunity to study all your classes and do all your exams online at your own pace. You can study at your very, very good comfort in your living room, at your workplace, in the village, anywhere you are, anytime, any place. And so if you're really interested in enrolling here at Karis Bible College, please call our enrollment counselors on 0701-422-747. This number is also on WhatsApp, or you can call 0778 five five six five 
0800-200-70 or you can visit us here at our headquarters at uh, Buganda Road, Park Royal Plaza, levels 5 and 6 or you can even apply at karisuganda.net. We love you and God bless you. Look forward to seeing you. To receive today's teaching and learn more about Andrew Womack Ministries, visit our website. While there, you can find more product details and discover many of Andrew's teachings. Ngoyagalo kumanya bisinga okumasomo gafega no oba ku ministry osobola kuba ku namba ya fe eyesimu eyaba uliriza abafenge nerine ku WhatsApp group eranga osobola kuweleza SMS oba nokuba nga ogama anti mungatte ku WhatsApp group yaba uliriza oba ngobuze kibuzo chonna enamba yesimu eno eri 0750 mukaga 0 mukaga muenda 3 m5 ngambye eri 0750 mukaga Zero Mukaga, Mwenda Satu, Emutano. That is zero seven zero six zero six nine three one five. Ojakubo Yambiwa, Ojakubo Yungiwa, Kugrupi Yaba Udizabafi. You are blessed. If you've been blessed by Andrew Womack Ministries, we ask that you consider becoming a partner with us today. To find out how you can partner with us in Africa, contact one of our ministry offices near you by visiting our website or calling our helpline. We hope to hear from you today.